0: Hey, I'm Joel, and you're tuned in to the Curiosity in Rising podcast, where I'll be shining a light on spiritual health based in our society today. To be curious is to rise above what you already understand, which is why this podcast series will explore many different concepts and beliefs surrounding lifestyle and spiritual culture. We'll challenge and dive deep, learning how spiritual truths come in many different forms for each individual person. So join me in my quest to inform, understand, and sometimes even disagree. you're tuned into curiosity in
1: rising with your host joel rainbow
0: hello 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 it is so good to be back you guys after a couple of months off from curiosity in rising we are back with a new season and if you've returned after hearing season one last year thank you so much and i i really thank you for staying tuned over the last few months during the summer break i had an amazing break and i hope you guys did as well and I also want to wish a very big hello and welcome to any new listeners who have never tuned into Curiosity and Rising before, and if this is your first time, welcome. This is a spirituality and lifestyle podcast, and in saying that, however, a lot of last year's episodes were focused more on spirituality, which was great, we had a lot of fun, I had a ball, it was so good to learn about podcasting, and I had some amazing guests, and you know, I'm not going to plug season one, you're welcome to go back and listen to it. But for now, my sights are set on season two and I want to do a little bit more lifestyle topics, which is hence the reason for our first guest of the season being none other than Kara Zoe, an internationally published model who's also gone on to experience amazing success on Instagram and other social media platforms as well. So I know you guys have been waiting for this one for quite some time, especially if you have been keeping up with Kara's Instagram and her stories of late. So, I don't want to delay any more. Please join me in welcoming the amazing Kara.
1: Thank you so much. It's, I'm so excited to be on here.
0: No, the pleasure is all mine. Do you want to just tell the viewers a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. So, I'm a content creator model from Melbourne. I met Joel in Sydney last year. That's how we know each other. But yeah, pretty much I've been doing modeling and content creation for a couple of years now. And it's kind of taken off like last year as well. I hit 10K. And yeah, I just love what I do. So I want to share it with you.
0: Yeah, like your content is just really like hitting the algorithm like and getting success. So I was going to ask you for some advice on that for any listeners of Curiosity and Rising who are hoping to expand upon their social media skills. I know obviously like this podcast started out as part of a communications and media degree. So I guess that's pretty relevant for some people who will listen to this podcast um I also wanted to ask you about like your modeling experiences I know you are like an also an internationally published model um I think you're being being a little bit too humble when you introduce yourself because you have so many (laughs) amazing accomplishments and after I get off this podcast session with Karsh actually going to laneway as like a guest of general pants so
1: yes I am (laughs) There's a lot going on today, but that's all right.
0: You're very busy. So thank you so much for fitting me in. I know you've even interned with a few like high-end fashion. Yes.
1: Yeah, I'm at a fashion agency in South Melbourne at the moment. I wrap up there uh, next month, but yeah, very exciting.
0: Amazing. How long was that degree?
1: So I finish in March, end of March, but I've been at this intern um, place for probably since October last year and there's some yeah high-end brands that come in there all the time i've get to keep samples sometimes like it's pretty cool
0: yeah what's well, like the best like sample you've kept
1: well only a few but like base brand i don't know if you've heard of them um but with just like basics and samples like basic tops basic bottoms like bike shorts and stuff yeah. really comfy but they're like yeah you can take this I was like cool and yeah. like just like seeing what they do like every day like their clients and stuff it's really exciting like just being a part of it
0: yeah just like peeking behind the curtain and seeing all the behind the scenes action yeah
1: and like steaming all the new styles and collections that are coming out throughout the year really exciting
0: yeah awesome well I guess I want to ask you how long have you kind of had this like I guess was it was this like a personality that you've always had and it kind of grew when we got old enough like social media or have you always dreamt of like being a content creator and some sort of fashion world you know like tell me a little bit about that
1: yeah well pretty much like it started like 15 16 I like just loved like taking photos and stuff like I had Instagram you know Mm. taking photos of food and whatever (laughs) back in the day but then like I don't know I got like my first like photo shoot at like an agency like just randomly I won like a photo shoot at probably 16 did that and then I kind of liked it so then I reached out to like more photographers like when I was up in the um, Queensland it's so like Brisbane photographers Sunshine Coast and then it kind of took off from there and I was just like putting in the effort every weekend after school and you know it was I don't know It was it just took off, really, like, randomly. Like, I was at school and everyone's like, why are you doing this? Like, are you a model? Like, what's going on? (laughs) It was so weird. But ever since then, like, I just haven't given up on it because I just love it so much.
0: That's amazing. I know you're very busy and you have such a, like, good work ethic. And you also, like, yeah, you're from Queensland, but you're now based in Melbourne. So tell me a little bit about, like, how you ended up in Melbourne and the struggles and the, I guess, like challenges you faced moving away from family and everything
1: yeah definitely so I moved at 18 so like when I finished high school I was like okay I want to go and do something because obviously there's not a lot where I was from like Sunshine Coast so I was like you know I'm gonna go pack my bags up moved when I was 18 my parents supported me fully and yeah I haven't looked back I've yeah I miss home like obviously my family but all my opportunities come here like if I was to move home I feel like I wouldn't have the opportunities i have today but yeah like i've been living alone for nearly five years now like that's pretty tough but you got to do what you got to do i guess to get places because i go home every time and i'm like wow like there's people here that have done nothing since i've moved and i've achieved so much and i'm so proud of that because i took a leap of faith and just went you know got to do it like when i was 18 i was like can i do this like am i able to do this and now i'm nearly 23 and i'm here, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I also wanted to ask you about like your modeling experiences. Like tell us about the time you got internationally published.
1: That was amazing. Um, so yeah, it was last year. So we're doing a shoot. One of my friends, Alex, she's a uh, fashion stylist. So she um invited me to a shoot with some of my friends, like two of my model friends. And she's like, We're gonna get published, like let's do it. So that was the first one that came out pretty much like pink sort of vibe, and I got the back cover of that as well. And I was like so like it was just insane. So I got the back cover for that one, and then a couple months later, I did a shoot back in I think it was May, but that one came out later in the year, and that one was also back cover. And I didn't know until it rocked up on my door, and I was just like, I am so shocked. Like I had no idea because like we knew that we were getting published, but I didn't know I was going to be back cover, and I got back cover of both of them. And I was like, this is crazy. Like I I was just shocked, but it was one of my goals for last year was to get published once, but then I got published twice. But like to the point where that was, I was like, this is insane. Like how is this happening to me right now? But to get to that point, like I had to build my portfolio up so much over the years of working for free and just getting my portfolio in the works, launching my website in 2021 um you know just meeting connections then these people had connections to be able to publish a magazine and make it come like to life pretty much but yeah honestly like that's again another one of my goals this year to get published again but we'll see how we go but yeah honestly like it's just crazy to see like I literally have them sitting on like next to my tv I'm like yeah, I'm, I'm published. Like yeah. This is so cool.
0: And touching on that being one of your goals for last year and you also want to achieve that this year, what is next for you? What other goals do you have in mind for 2023 even beyond that?
1: I have a few, but like obviously growing my social media is important. Like I want to be able to do that more because obviously I'll be graduating. So I think I'll have a bit more time to put that into modelling and social media and also starting my career and potentially like marketing or influencer management or something like that but definitely just outreaching more and getting like obviously with my brand deals and stuff like just getting into that a bit more going to events meeting people that will impact my career like with today like I feel like that's a really good opportunity to meet people so I'm like you know go for that because I could meet someone that you know could offer me a job like six months time who knows yeah so just more so focusing on my career and yeah, growing social media, getting published, just focusing on the things that I love to do more so.
0: That's amazing. And yeah, so exciting that you're graduating so early in the year and then you have all that time to really focus on all the other things that you want to do. Touching on like the social media success, what what advice would you give out for people who are looking into really like growing their Instagrams and what, what do you think is working right now? What's not working? You know, I know you say that hashtags are really useful. So if you want to touch on that, like, yeah.
1: Of course. Yeah. So I feel my posts went pretty, I wouldn't say viral, but they went pretty well with hashtags, like two of them recently. So it's just a matter of finding the trending hashtags at the moment and make it like similar to the post that you're posting about. Like if it's at the beach, make sure it's all about the beach. If it's an outfit, like make sure you're doing every single detail, including keywords. And I find it's better in the caption than, like, sorry, in the comments than the caption, in my opinion, like posting them after you've posted on Instagram. Okay. But, yeah, so also that reels, get on it. Like, absolutely, I love my reels. I post so many. But some of them have blown up, like, randomly as well. So, obviously, using trending sounds and stuff. But also making your own, like, with, like, words on it and stuff. Like, you know, just make your own sort of thing even if it's a trend or like just put your own twist on it because then it's like unique. If you are just going to keep following everyone else's like sounds, it's not really going to go anywhere. But then if you kind of make your own, then that's when people go, okay, this is a cool idea. And then they might use it themselves or save it. And then that's, you know, building engagement. But then I have some other notes. So yeah, like working with brands, like that's so important. Like you'd have to build like a media kit which you can do on Canva, um, so easy. literally takes probably like an hour to do it. There's so many templates. So that's like what I'd suggest to people that want to start, get a media kit going, get a separate email going as well so it's not, you know, compiled into your own email because like that's just going to get chaos. Like it's I've done it before and it's just literally like you end up losing brand deals because they end up in the junk. So do a different email, get it all set up, um, if you start getting more collabs, you will have to get an ABN as well. So I've got an ABN now for like paid partnerships. So then, you know, give all covers bases. Like you're not going to get in trouble for anything. Yeah. Um, also like planning your feed. So using like a feed planner app, I do that. So for like the photos, like reels obviously don't really matter, but um, for photos, like just making sure it's like really cohesive and like aesthetic for me. Like I tend to do like, you know, Two white photos and then another, you know, pop of colour or something just to kind of break it up a bit. But that's what's been doing well for me. People like that I keep it cohesive and it's not too crazy. So that's something to keep in mind. Um oh Lightroom. I use Lightroom for all my photos. So like you can just like buy presets from like people on like Instagram. I've done it. I did it like two years ago. That is the only thing I use. Like I just chuck that on my photos, ready to go. Yeah. Like so easy don't have to be there for hours editing just chuck a filter on go and then pop it into the preview app or whatever and then get your feed going because it's all going to be the same sort of colors so it works together easily um i also suggest content days which i've been doing a lot lately if you've been watching my stories yeah i know Um, i do them so often so usually i do like one like monthly or every two months like a studio so obviously like there's a group of girls that we get together and we pretty much just like shoot all day and we have like all our collabs and get them out of the way we work with makeup and hair artists like it's just a way to meet people in the same industry that you're in and you know you can meet new people as well even like we invite people that haven't really done it for long so they get a bit of a chance to see what it's like and it's cheaper to like get a studio as well as a group. Like it only costs like between 20 to $40 per person instead of, you know, hundreds of dollars. And some of those, if you do have an ABN, you can claim it too. So even better. So I reckon get on that if you're into like, you know, content creation and it's like good for like bulk. So if you don't have a lot of time, like me, get it all done in one day and you have content for like a month. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's probably the best tips, honestly, like just keep consistent and, post when Instagram is suggesting to post as well. Because like, if you post at midnight, no one's going to say it. Like You know, I post at like 6pm or like 7pm or in the morning. That's probably the best time.
0: Okay. Do you find it varies from day to day? Because I remember when I was starting up Curiosity and Risings like Instagram and I was like looking more into social media algorithms and we learned a little bit about that in my university course. But I remember seeing this app that was like, monday is the best for 5 p.m and then tuesday is like 1 p.m and i'm like oh my god like have you heard about that do you find any of that to be the case
1: yeah i i have heard of it but i feel like i just go through instagram and like follow that and it normally is okay but like yeah normally like 9 a.m every day or 8 or 9 a.m because everyone's getting up and they're going to be on their phone yeah that's like the best time And then also like between 6 and 9 p.m. on weeknight is pretty good. Weekends are a bit weird because obviously people are like going out and stuff. But yeah, that's like what's worked for me. And that's just through Instagram. So not like through all of those other apps. But yeah, like just kind of follow because that kind of comes up with all your like, you know, what your followers are doing and where they are kind of. So I think that one's more probably more accurate. So you kind of know, you know, when you should post. Curiosity in Rising.
0: Curiosity in Rising. Curiosity in Rising. When it comes to
1: online meetings, you're crushing it. But if you want to crush something that's a little more fun, why not play Best Fiends, the five-star rated puzzle game? Best Fiends is loaded with challenging puzzles that are so much fun. And you're never accidentally on mute.
0: So take a stress break with the cutest characters on the planet and download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. So something else I wanted to kind of touch on with you is your authenticity and the importance of being genuine and I guess vulnerable on your Instagram. If you guys are familiar with Cara or if you're not, you will be able to see on her Instagram story, she is very like, keeps her viewers in in the loop you know you communicate you show when you're happy when you're sad you know what's going on when you have this appointment this booking so do you find that that really like helps your engagement and has helped you build a better relationship with your followers
1: definitely 100 percent. because like I feel like we're you know a little community or something I just feel like They're like all my friends and I can talk to them about everything. That's how I feel about my audience. It's not just like I'm posting it for the sake of it. I always want to go on there and chat to them all the time. And even if it is, you know, I'm in a bad mood or there's something going on in my life, I always update them about it because I feel like, you know, they're part of, they're following me for me, not just for what I'm showing, like on my Instagram, like what I'm posting on my reels and and my feed. Like that's completely different. Exactly. Like your personality needs to show in order to grow because they know who you are. So that's why I always share like, even if it's just like little things in the day or if I'm unboxing a PR package, talking about literally anything, they love it. I always get little replies going. I love that you're so genuine. I love that you talk about anything. Like people love it. And I'm just so surprised because I could sit there talking for hours but people still watch my stories, no matter what it is. Like I am so surprised.
0: Yeah, that must feel so, so rewarding.
1: It does. And like even if it's just random topics, I'm like, you know, mental health is so important. I always talk about that. And like, yeah, last year there was parts where I was pretty down, but I did touch base with them and said, Hey, look, it's okay not to be okay. Talk about it, you know, because people just don't talk about stuff. And I'm so honest, like even throughout COVID like, I was going through a lot not seeing my family, and people loved how genuine I was about it. Like, I was literally crying on my stories at one point, and people were like, You're so brave. Like, I love that because, you know, people were hide- hiding behind their phones the whole time, going, I can't deal with this. But then I'm, you know, almost talking to them, going, It's okay to feel like that. Like, people love hearing about it. <laughs> so weird. I
0: know. And I was also loving the Pilates era. How is that going?
1: Yes, I'm gonna go back after. There's gonna be a um, like a revamped Cara after study because uh, I missed Pilates. I went nearly every day and I was like, I loved it because I did like a 28 day like trial or whatever it was. Like they do like a deal. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. Like yeah, I felt like I was dying some days, but it was worth the pain. Um. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna be in my Pilates area area era. Sorry. <laughs> error once I leave study because I feel like I would have way more time on my hands. And yeah, honestly, if you haven't tried reformer Pilates, get onto it. A lot of them, well, in Melbourne, a lot of them do like, again, like the trials and it's cheaper um, because like a normal one day class is like $30. But I don't know about Sydney, like for you, I don't know if there's like different places that do that, but Honestly, like, I wouldn't go back to Matt Pilates, no way.
0: Yeah, I don't know much about Pilates. I'll have to look into it. It's so, it, it is sounds such very, a vibe. I don't know.
1: It's it, honestly like, I did the beginner class and I was like, oh my God, can I do this? But honestly, yeah. it's so surprising what your body can do. And like, I'm not that flexible. And I was like, oh my God, like, I'm having so much fun. And like, everyone there is such a vibe. And, like, they play, like, good music and stuff. It's really, really good. And it feels like you're having fun and working out. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm dreading to go. Like, I actually was literally there, like, 6 a.m. every morning. <laughs> it was great.
0: Damn. What else? It. Um, Is there any other, like, health and wellness practices that you participate in? Like, have you ever tried a yoga or meditation? How's your relationship? Yeah.
1: yeah, I definitely do meditate sometimes when I get really stressed. I'm, I've always been like up. Um, yoga, I do a bit, but I feel like I'm more Pilates now because it's more like, you know, you're toning and you're still relaxing though. That's what I'm saying. Like, it feels like you can go to intense classes, but some of them are quite relaxing. So that's what it's like a mix between relaxing and working out. Yoga is still good though. Like I love it. And meditation is so important. Like when I'm like really stressed, like even just doing like 15 minutes of just kind of like, you know, trying to calm down. Yeah. It does work like breathing and all that like 100% love it
0: yeah I really want to try a spin class this year have you ever done one?
1: yes no I haven't I will be honest but like I feel like it'd be so intense like mm. everyone I've seen do it they're like sweating at the end like That's, a lot you were talking about so the Pilates,
0: like-, like describing the parties it reminded me of like yeah what I've seen of spin classes and how I really want to try one just like the hype and the yeah it looks so intense but like rewarding I
1: feel yeah I feel like it would be rewarding but yeah like definitely Pilates is not as intense as a spin class for sure unless you do like the um, ones with like weights and stuff but usually like you come out just feeling like really good like you don't feel like you're going to pass out but I feel like at the cycle class that would probably be like a spin class. That would probably be so different. Like I could do one, but I feel like I'm not fit enough to do that. To be honest.
0: I think my legs would get very, very sore afterwards, but we'll see. 100%. I'll try it.
1: I'll try it. Yo, you need to try it. It's on, it's on your goals for this year, please.
0: Oh yeah. 100%. Um, Wish me luck with that. I'll keep you posted and I'll keep all the viewers posted as well. If that's actually something I pursue. Um, I really want to hear more about these internships that I've been seeing you do. And Tell us about that. Give us that little peek behind the fashion industry curtain.
1: <laughs> so pretty much at the start of last year, I did a PR internship for a couple of months. Um, it just gave me a different perspective on PR, I guess. But like, because I always thought I wanted to go into PR, like when I was like when I'm studying, but I was like, okay, I'll get to learn a bit more about it. It was like all right, but I feel like I wouldn't pursue it long term. So yeah, I just like learn the ins and outs of PR like behind the scenes and stuff. But now I'm doing like one at a fashion agency. So I'm like a showroom intern pretty much. And I love it. It's so good. And, you know, all the high end brands that come in, like the showroom, cleaning the showroom, like I love it. Like every part of it, the girls that work there are so lovely. And yeah, I'm I will be pretty sad once I leave, like at the end of next month. But it's been a great experience. Like even just seeing the clients and the designers come in so casually, like I was just like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like you know, you are just casually design, like, oh, going in. <laughs> like, just, you know, dropping off a collection and stuff. Like, I find that really cool and just learning about what they do day to day. Like, they do their interstate trips to, you know, find clients as well. Like, that's just really cool. And, yeah. yeah, I've had the best time just, like, learning everything I've done. Like, different, like, lookbooks and stuff. Like, it's just been such an experience. Like, highly recommend doing an internship if you can while you're studying for sure. I feel like I need to touch on this because it's important like friends in the industry. So like, I've obviously been in the industry for a couple of years. Now I've had my experience with people like experiences, but I feel like it's not touched on enough. Like people are constantly like you're, you're meeting new people, but you just like never know where it might lead you. Like people coming to your life in this industry for a reason or a lesson. Like, seriously, the amount of times I've met people and they've literally aligned with my life so well. I'm like, I'm so glad I have you in my life. Like, literally you. Like, we're right here on a podcast. Like, yeah. what are the chances that we meet at Fashion Week and we're here now? Like I know, that's you know why it mean? was
0: amazing. It was just so good to, like, it was so good for networking, so good for, like, friendships. That's
1: just... what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. It's but you've had things negative like
1: experiences
0: that. as well. Like, that. that's shit. Of
1: course yeah, I have had falling out in this industry because of the way people have treated me or taken advantage of my, you know, what I can do and my connection, which is so wrong, but, you know, you're going to get it sometimes in this industry, but it's just like the way of learning, you know, I could say like red flags or like, you know, just learning people's behaviors and how they're treating me. If they're only reaching out to you when they want someone's email or, when that, when you're going to an event, like, come on, like, no, like you've got to be there for the person no matter what, but definitely just, just see where your crowd is, find them because I've definitely found a great friendship group in the last year with girls that I've met through content creation and they are like literally my best friends. So I feel like it's just hit and miss, but I've definitely had my like share of negative people. And I don't talk to them anymore because it's just, like, it's a waste of my time. Like, why would I put energy into someone that is literally just there just to get what I have, like, my connections and what I've achieved? Like, it's just not worth it. So just meet, meet the right people and don't let people walk all over you because I've had my fair share of it. And, yeah, I feel like we don't have time for that. Like, no way. It's just not worth it
0: yeah exactly and surrounding yourself with like good people in this industry would be sort of beneficial short-term and long-term just like having your group that you can trust and can help out yeah, if, connection. of
1: course if they're yeah if they're supporting and willing to grow like let you grow like for example if you have something that you want to share to your friends and they're supportive of you then they obviously you know i want to be there for you but if they're jealous then Babe, just leave.
0: <laughs>
1: like, exactly. I just I hate it. Like, yeah. Like when that. people, yeah, like when you share really good news and you're excited and they're just like, oh, why can't that happen to me? Like, that's just not you know. Support your friends.
0: Yeah. In
1: whatever they do, because like being a good friend like means a lot to people. Like for me, like just to have this support network, because you know, like some of my friends that I met six months ago are my best friends. Some people I met two years ago, I don't even talk to anymore. Mm. Like someone can have such an impact on your life. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we haven't known each other for a year and we're doing this. Like yeah. I, I Yeah, it. it
0: really bugs me when people kind of use the whole time excuse and like how long you've known someone. Yeah. But yeah. it's really more about the quality over quantity for me. Like if you're there, 100%. For- you're showing up and you've known me a couple months. Amazing like yeah like I said I met you last year at fashion week I started uni and met so many people last year and yeah the long-term friendships that I had before that kind of I guess that's like the end of high school in itself and like that's a normal thing but a lot of them just kind of like fade away and that's fine because I don't know like look at how things are now and yeah it's really we
1: grow like yeah. as people and like sometimes people aren't supposed to be there with us but like yeah with the high school stuff like you know I've had people reach out to me from high school trying to be my friend now because I'm doing so well and I'm like you didn't talk to me in school like mm-hmm. why do you want to be my friend now you know yeah so it's not worth it
0: yeah it's, I actually had a the right people to literally lost mm. um
1: it's crazy yeah
0: someone who was actually pretty nasty in high school saying was messaging me and I was just like oh um yeah no thanks
1: like they've no <laughs> <laughs> like people i don't know, just... can
0: change but if even still like when you can still tell it's coming from a a weird place and they probably haven't grown it's just a bit awkward like it would be different if someone came yeah. more genuine and they'd really um kind of done a 180 in their i don't know personality behavioral
1: personality yeah but like I don't know just like be yourself don't get jealous like if they're probably just getting jealous of you and what you're doing especially if we're in the same industry there's going to be a lot of competition but like you know I will be honest I do compare myself to people's journey sometimes I feel like that's a very common thing to do but you've just got to like remind yourself that you know you're here for a reason and you have built what you have right now on your own you know, it's not like it's been given to you. I haven't been given these opportunities daily. I have worked for it. And I feel like that's something that people have to learn. Like, you don't just... You can't think that someone just gets handed everything. Because, like, people go, oh, you're so lucky. You you know, why do you always get these things? I, I've worked hard for it.
0: And comparison gets, like, such a bad rap these days. Like, don't compare yourself to yeah. others. It's, like, such a thing that's getting shoved down our throats. But I actually think comparison in a healthy dose can be a really good thing. You know, it's actually
1: inspired.
0: Yeah. It's important to look around and be inspired by someone. And I guess like, just you never want to like be too hard on yourself, but just like, for me, like if I'm looking at someone and like, Oh damn, like it, it pushes me, like motivates me like to get my ass up sometimes. So I, as much as I know, your comparison isn't always a good thing. I'm not going to like sit here and and lie and be dishonest and say that I don't compare myself to others. Yeah,
1: and, I feel like a lot I of people wouldn't, do yeah. yeah, well, even me hitting my 20s, like, you know, I'm nearly 23 and I'm just like, you know, I feel like constantly like going on social media, you're seeing all of these things that you think you should have. And I always, I'm like, I don't have that. You know, I don't have kids. I don't have, I'm not engaged, you know, what stuff like that. But like, I feel like I have to just remind myself, like, everyone's journey is different like it yeah. doesn't matter if you're the same age as your friend that has a kid or is doing something else with their life because you're doing what you want to do like I, it's not like i want that but it's just like i feel like you have to have it because that's what the world's telling you but you don't need to
0: yeah no i ain't got that
1: like it's just you know your 20s is, is it's challenging
0: <laughs> Well, wish me luck Fun. i start mine this year <laughs>
1: I know welcome to your 20s but seriously like it's it's good but like I just feel that it kind of hits you you're like okay what am I doing like and especially like you know going through a pandemic I you know hit my 20s and I was like what is going on but yeah I don't know I'm excited for what this year's going to bring it's really had a good vibe about it so Mm. very keen
0: yeah did you enjoy 2022?
1: I mean, half of it, yes. Half of it, no. I mean, there's obviously going to be bad bits here and there. But, like, overall, it wasn't a terrible year. But I feel like this year could be better. Okay. I feel like I have my goals aligned where I want to go, you know. Like, especially graduating soon with my diploma in fashion business. Like, I feel like I'll have my potential to go where I want to go, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, If you want to look more at Kara's 2023, you should definitely go check out her Instagram, Kyra.Zoey. Of course, it will be linked and tagged in all of our posts and in the podcast description. I just want to say a massive thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I hope you enjoyed if you're still listening to this point. But, yeah, honestly, I had so much fun. And, yeah, I can't wait to see what this year brings for both of us.
0: Well, amen to that. Bye, guys. I will see you in the next episode. And again, thank you so much, Kara.